So I see there's 17 people on, but yet, is everybody's camera on? I hope so. If not, I'm going to miss how you look, and I want to see how you look, because these are all made in the image of God. Praise the Lord. That's it. Look, another video came on. Praise the Lord, brother. Good. We want to see your face. My name is Falan Mala. I am from Newington, Connecticut. So from Newington, Connecticut, I do what my brother Matt Payne kind of does over there. I know Matt pretty well. I know his extended family pretty well, his in-laws pretty well. So we see each other all the time. We talk and we joke and we love the Lord and we complain together and we murmur together and we pray together after we complain and murmur. So it's okay to do these things, right, Matt? Absolutely. Uh, Falan Falan serves on staff at Christian Students at uh, Central Connecticut State University. Right, at CCSU, and I also help with UConn now. So we've been blending more together at UConn and Central Connecticut State University. I've been doing this for a little over 10 years. Uh, I have a wife, two kids, stuff like that you don't need to worry about unless you come up here. Uh, you guys are in Texas. What part of Texas is this? What 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 universities are on again? Who can answer? What universities are on? College Station, A and M, Texas A and M, Texas A and M, and what else? Baylor. Baylor. What else? That's it. I think we I have. Think that's what we got. No, one more, don't we? Do um, do we have MCC here? What's triple yeah. A? It says AAA. Oh. <laughs> Stephanie is from MCC. Okay. Well, well, I'm a Tarleton student, but I go to MCC for classes. So. Yeah. Good. I like to see different students from different places. I see my man Johnny Stone over there. Johnny, that's you. Uh, yeah. Hi, Falan. I know Johnny. You see, when you come together for the Lord, it's not a religion. This is why you, you enjoy the Lord with each other. You see faces with each other. When we sing hymns, we don't sing hymns because, yep, brother's calling that same old hymn again. Christ liveth in me. No, when we sing the hymns, you say, Christ liveth in me. Christ. If he's living in you, you should be excited. He's living in you. Right? You shouldn't be like, ah. Oh. Christ lives in me again. Oh, boy, here comes another day of Christ living in me. No, it's, a, it's another day that Christ is living in me. We should rejoice because the first thing we need to rejoice is the fact that we have his life, which means our destiny is not the lake of fire. That's the first thing you should always rejoice. Praise the Lord. I'm not going to the lake of fire. I receive the Lord. Oh, Lord, thank you today, this morning. I am not going where the unbelievers are. But then that should touch us. Lord, I need to save some so they don't go there either. Right? That should be our goal, our friends, our family, our classmates, anybody that we're close to. The person working at Walmart. I preach the gospel to Walmart a lot when I go shopping there because I love Walmart. And the cashier, you know what they can do? They can't do anything because they're stuck with me. They have to ring up my item. They have to listen to me preach the gospel to them. How's your day going today, man? Oh, yo, is that bad, huh? You're almost out of work today? Oh, but you know what? When you're at work, you know, there's one person who always understands this trouble here that you're in, the Lord Jesus. And you know what they say? Sometimes they say amen, and sometimes they say okay. And I said, you know what's better than okay? God coming into you. So remember, you can preach the gospel anywhere. 
Nobody can stop you from preaching the gospel. And everyone is six feet away, so they're not even close to you now. They have to stay six feet away from you, this whole distancing thing here. So you have all this time to preach the gospel. And everybody's so afraid to offend anyone, so they're never going to interrupt you while you're in line. You just keep speaking. Don't worry about it. So the whole point is Christ lives in you. I hope you, everyone, especially these young students, were you 17, right? 18, 19, 20, maybe 24. It's been a long time, Matt, since we were in our 20s. It's been a long time. Yeah, it has been a while. It's been a while. Oh, yeah. You know, so I want to encourage you young ones. Today, they asked me to speak on organic salvation. So I went back to listen to some of the videos I had. So I know you guys heard the term, correct? Organic salvation. You guys have heard that. It's organic and it's salvation. It sounds pretty easy. And actually, in one sense, it is very easy. In another sense, it is very, 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 I don't know how many varies I could put, very hard to experience in our lifetime. Because with organic salvation, which means something is being done to us inwardly not outwardly but inwardly yes outwardly you could change and you could fool people and you could act like you're happy you do it every day you ever get somebody goes how you doing today you say i'm okay you just lie that's an outward fake change that's not an inward organic salvation if you're not feeling well i have learned when somebody says how you doing if i'm not doing okay i say you know what i could be better just the lord touched me inwardly to say don't lie to this person don't say you're okay if you're not okay. That's actually something small of organic salvation because the life in you will not allow you, I'll, I'll speak to myself, will not allow me to lie to this person. The life in me will say, don't say you're okay if you're not. I say, you know what? I could be better. But if I am okay, I said, today is a great day. I am doing great. And usually when I say this, because I touch the Lord in the morning. That's another part of it is it touch the Lord in the morning. When you get up, when you wake up from death, because that's what you were in, you were in death, in your sleep, wherever that was, you say, you wake up, you say, Lord, get me out of this tiredness, because I got a class to go to, or actually, no more, I'm on Zoom, I got a class to wake up to, and turn on this camera, and log in, but I still need to be in my spirit before I turn that camera on, so organic salvation, brothers and sisters, is something that starts where it is inward. And I know they talked about judicial redemption. You guys know that term too, right? Judicial redemption, I know that was, that was mentioned. Judicial means outward. Praise the Lord. You should praise the Lord for that. That's saving you from the lake of fire. You were here. God goes, you're no longer here. Now I take you here. Praise the Lord. We're river crossers. Over here, we're going over the book of Hebrews. If you guys don't know, the book of Hebrews is in the New Testament. It's one of the last uh, books in the Bible. And you, we don't know who the author of that book is, but it's right into the book. Of Hebrews means river crosser. That's all of us. If you've been baptized, you're a river crosser. Actually, if you haven't been baptized, you should really consider getting baptized. That's probably in a future message, Matt. I know he'll talk about that baptism. But you should get baptized. You've been crossed over. You say, thank you, Lord. I was here. Now I'm here. I am good to go. Raise your hand if you're happy that he took you from here to now here. Raise your hand if you're happy. You cross over. You receive a new life. You say, yes, I'm good to go. I'm gone from the lake of fire. So now I'm just going to go and live my life. Wrong again. We are wrong. You don't know just live. You can. You can live your life. You can do whatever you like because you know God is real. 
You know he's real. You Nobody can tell you he's not real. You know you receive them. You know all these things. But God is doing something right now. My young brothers and sisters and my older brothers and sisters, I see Sister Nora is here, Brother Johnny. Uh, I'm sorry, Brother Bujani. I don't know how to pronounce your last name. We realize the Lord is still doing something right now. What he did initially was save you from here, from burning in the lake of fire. You know, unbelievers already burning. You have to see this visual, this picture. If they are not saved, they're walking around your campus. They're walking around your house. They're walking around you from the store. They're already burning. What a scary sight. Their destiny is already the lake of fire. They're already burning. They don't even know it. They're already on fire. They don't even know it yet. Our heart is to what? Go and bring these ones out of that first. Bring them out of that fire. Speak to them, right? But when we get saved for us, how what do we do now? We have to realize God is doing something inwardly also. Right now, he's doing something inwardly in all of us. This is organic salvation. I'm going to share with you guys some verses if they allow me. Oh, no, I, the host has to disable the sharing so I can share. So while they do that, I'm going to keep speaking because my time is short. I hope you guys can stay on as I'm speaking. Okay, so the Lord is doing something inwardly. What is he doing? He's putting himself into you slowly, very, very slowly. Okay, you guys see the verses right here? You see that? Give me, yes. a, uh, give me something. Yes? Yes. Okay, I'm going to read it. So Luke 15 says, And the son said to him, this is the prodigal son, he comes back, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. That's right. You're no longer worthy. But praise the Lord, the father redeems us. I mean, the son redeems us. The father's plan. But God redeems us. It says, but the father said to his slave, bring out quickly the best robe and put on him and put a ring on his hand, sand on his feet. That's great. Outwardly, I would look dirty. I look raggedy. I was awful. I looked like a hobo. Yada, yada, put this thing. But you know what? Verse 23 is important, very important. And if I say, bring the fat and calf, slaughter it, and let us eat and be merry. It does not matter outwardly. The son is dying something inwardly. He needs organic salvation. He's saved. He came back. But the father realized he needs something in him, something to grow in him. And that's what the Lord is doing. Organic salvation means. In that verse, I'm going to go back to this verse again. It says, Galatians 2.20, Paul says, I am crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live. Paul says, I, me, I, myself. But it is Christ who lives in me. Praise the Lord, Christ lives in me. But then Paul says, and the life which I now live. He doesn't continue with the life that Christ now lives. He said, no. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live in faith, the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself up for me. So this is organic salvation. Who is living? Christ or you? You say amen. Christ is in me. Christ is living, but I am also living. Philippians 1.20, according to my earnest expectation and hope that in nothing I will be put to shame. But what? But with all boldness, young ones, you better have boldness when you're in the Lord. Not in yourself, but the Lord is bold. Look, think of his living. He spoke right in the face of the Pharisees. He walked. He did anything in the Lord. He had boldness. That's us in the Lord. As always, even now, what Christ will be magnified in my body, whether through life or through death. 
Here we go. For to me, we should all repeat this right now to ourselves. For to me, to live is Christ and to die is gain. But he says, for me to live is not like Christ. But for me, is to live is Christ. We have to say, wow, what does this mean? I know I heard about living like Christ. What would Christ do? I'm going to get to that. Forget about what would Jesus do. Take that statement, wrap it up, and throw it. Actually, don't even throw it. Somebody might pick that up. Take that statement, get lighter fluid, and burn that statement. You hear me? Burn that concept. Get it out of your mind. That is not what God is doing. That is not organic salvation. That is you thinking what God wants. That is not what God is doing. So now we come to Romans 12, 2. And do not be fashioned according to this age. We all know that, yes, this age is terrible. Do you know that? Do you know this age is terrible? Do you realize every part of this age is under Satan? Pray to the Lord. But here's that word. Be transformed. Be transformed by the renewing of the mind. So I think we all know the three parts of man, right? It's spirit, soul, and body. Again, spirit, soul, and body. I'm going to repeat that because you can never get enough of that. Spirit, soul, and body. We all know, or I think we know, the verse is 1 Thessalonians 5.23. 1 Thessalonians 5.23 is really simple. You know the book, 1 Thessalonians. You know 5, 2 plus 3 is 5. That's how I memorize that verse. 1 Thessalonians 5.23. Very easy to memorize that verse. So we have a spirit, but there's three parts of our soul, our mind, our emotion, and our will. And we know the leading part must be your mind because Paul says, be transformed by the renewing of the mind. Everything that you've done is led by your mind and your soul. We know you like something, your mind reason, your mind choose. Yeah, yes, I'm going to do that, my will, my, my mind. I don't want to come to this meeting, Lord. I'm tired. Oh, yes. Let me rationalize in my head. I was up kind of late. I got a project I got to study for, which I probably won't study anyways, even if I'm not in the meeting. But I'm trying to tell myself that I can't make this meeting. My mind is racing. Even right now, I wonder what I'm going to eat after this meeting is over. Man, I wonder what's the weather like in Japan right now. Is it hot or is it cold? Where's the winter down there in South America? Our mind needs to be what? Renewed. Our mind, brothers and sisters, it needs to be renewed. I got saved at the age of the young age of 29. That's a joke. 29 is not a young age to get saved. But I got saved at 29. And my mind, let me tell you, needed to be renewed. Everything that I thought from the world, I thought I knew was correct, was not correct. My mind was warped according to God. According to God, my mind needed to be renewed on everything, everything. But now I'm going to go to verse 2 Corinthians 3.18. But we are, hallelujah, we are, say we are, all of us, with unveiled face, beholding and reflecting like a mirror. Look into the mirror. You say, oh, man, I think I look like this. You put a mirror up. No, you don't look like that. Whatever that mirror shows is how you look like. In your mind, you may think you look different. You put a mirror in front of you, everything that you are is in that mirror. So what's it says? Like a mirror, but what are you seeing? The glory of the Lord. That's what we should be seeing. The glory of the Lord are what? Again, are being transformed. Praise the Lord is not past tense. Being. There's a process. You are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, even as from the Lord's spirit. 
I hope you guys are being encouraged now. You are being transformed from image, from glory to glory. This, right, organic salvation is God is trying to change our mind, our will, and our motion inwardly. God does not do things outwardly. You can fool everybody outwardly. Outwardly is easy to fool people. If that was the case, as I know you guys spoke in the past, why would God give you his life? If it's not organic salvation, you don't need the life of God. He should just say, well, God came now so you can take me from hell. No life. Nothing with life. But the whole book of the Bible is a book on life. The Lord said, why did I come? I did not come to do this or that. Be a good person. I have come that they may have life and may have it abundantly. John 10, 10. You need to memorize that verse. You need to burn that verse in your mind. You need to burn that verse in your heart. So when they say, why did the Lord come? You said, the Lord came so that you can have life and may have it abundantly. That life is Zoe, Z-O-E. That is the eternal, undefiled, incorruptible, indispensable, yada, 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 all the great things of God. This is what the Lord is doing. My young brothers and sisters, this is what he's trying to gain right now from you. Forget about your worst situation. I'm not saying you don't do things. Of course, you need to do things. But when you do things, do you live the life of God before you do things? Is the Lord living in you that you want to do things? Do we realize that, Lord, I don't know. What would Jesus do? No. He who is joined to the Lord is one spirit. If you're one with the Lord, the life in you slowly directs you. This, I know all your experiences this way. I know everyone you have this experience. Have you, when you get saved, you receive the Lord, the life comes. You know what happens? Somebody asks you to do something. And all of a sudden, you just don't have a taste for it. Raise your hand if that's happened to you. You just don't have a taste of it. Or something touches you. I should not go there. Did you pray? No, you didn't pray. Did you say, oh, hold on a second. Let me check with God. No. The life in you all of a sudden just said, I shouldn't go there. Where did that come from? That is organic salvation. That is the Lord's life slowly saturating your very being. You know, before I got saved, I used to what? I even had to say this. I used to swear all the time. My goodness, every other word was a swear. I tell the students up here, they don't believe that. You know, they don't, what? I said, every word was a swear. It was so normal. I got saved. I met the brothers and sisters up here. Not once. This is, then this is, then this is my testimony, and this is 100% real. Not once did they ever say, Flan, you should not swear. Not one time did they ever stop my speaking. And I was really worldly, according to the world. I was the man. I, I shared last night at our college retreat here, but God, and I was like, you know, when you're the man, you speak however you want because there's no God on the throne to you. But the life in me, the life in me all of a sudden said, Flan, don't ever say those words again. I didn't need to check. That life, that organic, he was saturating my mind saying, those words will never come out of my mouth. And they just touched me like, Lord, what is this? What is going on here? Why can't I say these words no more? Nobody told me not to say this. Nobody told me not to do the life in me. All my friends, oh my goodness. They said, Fulano, let's go out to the bar. I'm not telling you that you should or should not. That's not what I'm telling you. You do whatever you like. Do what. Nobody's going to tell you what to do. 
The light in you tells you what to do. Organic salvation tells you. My friend goes, let's go to the bar. I went to the bar. I just got saved. I sat at the bar preaching the gospel to the bartender, my friend. And then I said, what am I doing here? The life of me said, what are you doing here? You're casting your pearls to swine. You know, I didn't realize at that time, but he's telling me, what are you doing here? This is not the place. I just got, I left, never went back. Never went back. This is not telling you what to do or not do. This is talking about organic salvation. This is talking about Christ living in you. It's not a doctrine. You see the doctrine. I show you all the doctrine, all those verses. I hope you wrote it down or whatever, right? No longer I live, Christ lives in me, right? And for me to live is Christ. But you need to experience that. Say, Lord, saturate me. Lord, come into me. I don't know. I have not fully experienced this, Lord. But the Bible says it. What does this mean, Lord? How do I get this organic salvation to grow in me? We have to think about the Lord, right? You think the Lord wants to marry? Okay, forget the Lord. Let's talk about you. When you're ready for marriage and you're at an age and you grow because your maturity, your life grows, are you going to go to a nice 10-year-old person? You're about 26, 27, 28. And you're going to go to, you know, a 10-year-old say, you know what? That's somebody you want. One, that's wrong. But let's put that out there. That's totally wrong. But two, why don't you do that? Because their life does not match your life. Their life does not match your life. Their experience does not match your experience. Not an outward thing. They can act like adult. They can do all these things. They can be smart. There's geniuses out there, you know, eight years old, nine years old, no more than me. Physics, all these things. But it don't matter. That life does not match my life. The life that I have is grown. So you see the Lord, he's trying to gain us, brothers and sisters. His life is trying to grow so you can match him. So he can gain you. He's trying to grow and you say, this thing. He's going to call us Garcia, this thing that you have a problem with. Let me get into your life. Let my life flow in you on this thing so you can be exactly like me. Your mind needs to be renewed, Cindy. Salamanaka. Well, I'm sorry if I pronounced it wrong. The Lord is trying to gain you. He's working. He's patient. He's knocking. But he doesn't force himself. Think about this life. He doesn't force anything on you. It's amazing. Organic salvation. He's knocking. And you're like, don't, no, no. He's like, okay. Next day. Oh, not again. No, no, no. Okay. Next. Until you see the Lord. That knocking is going to go till you see the Lord. The Lord comes into you. He comes into your spirit. But your soul needs so much transformation. Your soul needs so much renewing, right? We need to see this, brothers and sisters. Wow, Lord, I need so much renewing. I need so much transforming. I need more life. And it's not. Don't think a big shiny light is going to come out the sky. And it's going to be like, ah, I see now, Lord. No. It's just your everyday walk with the Lord. You're walking to school. You're talking to your classmates. And the word will pop up. Lord, these people are miserable. The word says, peace I give to you, not as the word gives. And right there, organic salvation touches you where the Lord says, I give you the peace. They don't have the peace. Then you touch this peace in you. You know what you do? You share this peace with others. Everybody else is complaining. Everybody else is grumbling. And you say, yeah, you know, I understand. I understand you and I know, but, I, but I'm okay with this. How are you okay with this? 
I'm okay with this because I have the Lord. He's on the throne. I do what I got to do, but the Lord gives me peace. The Lord gives me rest. And I'm happy and I'm filled with joy. Wow. Your classmates, your friends, like this person is strange. That's right. That's right. I am strange to you. But to the Lord, I'm normal. And of course, don't be strange and weird on purpose. You just be normal. Be who you are till you're not. I don't. Am I, I'm out of time. Am I way out of time, Matt? I'm sorry, man. Am I way out of time? You, you, you are out of time, but you're not way out of time. You did good. You did okay. good. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, 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 I just love talking about the Lord. I love talking mm. about the life in me. I hope you guys enjoy this. I'll stop right here. I'll just stop. Amen. <laughs>